Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are heading into a Thanksgiving weekend that came really fast this year. I think it caught a lot of us off guard. It certainly caught me off guard. But there is always a push at this time of year, certainly for the food banks across the province, that they need increased donations because they will have lots of people coming through their doors, but no more so than now when they've been seeing record number of people showing up, uh, turning to food banks because food costs have absolutely gotten to the point of unaffordability for many. And we've been talking about this issue for a while now because inflation has tripled the number of visitors in the past few months. You look at the Daily Bread Food Bank, they've seen numbers go from 60,000 a month to now 180,000 a month. And if they remain on this current trajectory, data suggests that that number will rise to 223,000 visitors a month by March 2023, unless something changes. Neil Hetherington is the CEO of the Daily Bread Food Bank. Neil, great to have you here with us. Good morning, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no, I know that there's always a big push at this time of year for food. Are you getting the donations that you need, and will those coming to the food bank have a Thanksgiving dinner, or you still need more? Well, you know, at the beginning of this segment, uh, you, we, it was, uh, I think it was Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne that, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the, the music uh, playing as we, as we started talking. And, and, and that's what it's been. You mentioned the statistics. We went from 60,000 client visits uh, a month up now to 182,000 per month on our way to 223,000. So it is absolutely um, the worst time that food banks in our city have ever seen in our history. It is beyond, three times the number of, of individuals. So are we keeping pace? Well, we are right now. Uh, the, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the volunteers, the staff, the donors have all uh, stepped up to the plate and made uh, significant contributions of time, of food, of funds uh, to be able to meet the need. And so I'm incredibly proud of how the Daily Bread Food Bank has risen to the occasion. But we got to talk about, you know, from a systemic perspective and a long-term sustainability uh, angle, this is, um, is, is not where we need to be. Well, it's not sustainable. Um, you know, looking at some of the numbers from the last three years, you've gone from sending out 30,000 foods of, of food per day, and now it's 110,000 pounds. And, and this is just for the food bank, uh, you know, the, your food bank. So, you know, the crisis has been building for a while. And I think the question is, how long can this be sustained on current funding? And, and, and the fact that is a lot of people volunteering, their time, there's a burnout factor. Absolutely. Um, there, there absolutely is. And so we have been um, asking individuals this Thanksgiving to drop off food at any fire hall or please make a donation to the Daily Bread Food Bank. Um, but mm. you know what? Not everybody can do that. Um, and we're seeing that with 10.9% uh, food inflation um, annually. Not everybody can make a donation. We get that. And so, but yeah. what we are asking is for everyone to uh, write to their elected official and say, today is the day 
to implement the poverty reduction strategy that you have. It doesn't matter which level of government, they all have them. They all have poverty reduction strategies. And we have to implement those in order to decrease the lineups outside, uh, outside uh, the food banks all across the city that the Daily Bread uh, Food Bank supports. And um, we are now spending, it used to be that we were spending about $1.6 million a year on food. That number is now $13 million on food Jeez. because as Food yeah. inflation increases. More people can't afford it. They have to turn to the food bank and the food bank has to spend more money in order to be able to feed the need. And we're doing it, but we need help. Yeah, no question about it. Um, and, and I think the need is going to be there for a while because I don't see this inflation mm -hmm. uh, going away uh, very soon. And, and we already know that you're seeing many, many more people like students, uh, families, uh, people that didn't, people that used to be donors are now actually using the food banks, which I think is a very telling um, message. What do you prefer then? Because people always want to give food. Is it at this point you just say, we need money and we'll buy it ourselves? Because you guys do tend to buy bigger bulk and you can probably get better prices, but what's the better donation for you? Well, it's, it is more effective uh, in terms of the amount of food uh, to make a financial contribution, but I never want to discount donating food because when you discount, yeah. you know, I remember my mom taking me to, uh, to, to the grocery store uh, as I was growing up and, and saying, hey, what's the food that you think we ought to purchase uh, for individuals that, uh, that are experiencing food insecurity? And we would shop for that. And there was a life lesson in that. That's really important. It also provides variety. And so maybe if you're heading out to the Argo, game. There's the uh, Purolator Tackle Hunger Program this uh, this this uh, Saturday at four o'clock, and uh, and hopefully people can make a contribution there. You can drop it off to any fire hall. Things that are high in protein, things that you'd like to eat. That's what uh, the Daily Bread needs. Yeah, and look, I think it's challenging because people are being asked for money at every you know direction you go. It's like there's so much need out there in every area. Not to mention. Everyone's got their own cost of living challenges. And so I know that you're in constant contact with all three levels of government. Is there um, a plan in the works? Like, what is the long term plan to get or the next like one to three years? Is there a plan for the government to step in and do something more? Um, you know, given they know that this is a long term, uh, longer term issue? It's a great, great question. Um, so I was, I, I, I was hopeful in the the provincial election. All four parties in this last election said the disability rate. So people who cannot yeah. work have to move up. And, you know, they had different uh, 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 levels of support that they wanted to put towards that. But it was it was excellent from that perspective that you were at least talking about income security. The next thing, and, and probably the foundational, is making sure that there is decent affordable housing for uh, mm -hmm. for folks. And so the city has made huge contributions in some seven to $8 billion that the city alone will be contributing through various means over the next three, four years is, uh, is, is needed. And I think the last part is, how do we set up an economy where an individual who's working 35, 40 hours a week can afford to live in our city? And, yeah. and so what are, what are the ways that we can start to chip away at precarious employment, that making sure that people have uh, benefits, uh, medical, dental uh, benefits, uh, when it's, they, they don't have it in a gig economy or cobbling together two or three part-time jobs? So these are the priorities that we are at Daily Bread constantly pushing towards the levels of government. And they are more receptive, I think, because they know more and more of their voters and their base are in the situation 
situation uh, where they are food insecure and uh, or they're they're lacking affordability. They're seeing their kids graduate from from university and say, "Can I actually afford to live in the city?" And so affordability yeah. is more and more a topic, and we need to uh, to to latch onto it now and say, "Today is the day to make the changes we know need to be made." Yeah, I mean, the problem with that, though, is that the changes that we need should have been made a while ago. I mean, it's not like this wasn't warning coming down the pipe. Mm-hmm. And so all the changes that you're you're talking about are going to take time to implement, uh, as government never seems to work quickly enough. And so how long can you guys sustain the level of need, given it's going to go up to those numbers by March of possibly 223,000? Are, are you going to be able to stay and sustain that for months on end? We are going to do everything that we can to to sustain it for not just months, but for uh, the years ahead. At the same time, you know, we we knew as a we as a country, we all came together with CERB uh, as an example. There was a national emergency. And so we we said across the country, well, people need to live on at least two thousand dollars a month. Now, somebody on disability, by the way, gets twelve hundred dollars a month. And so we, we know what needs to happen in terms of income security. We know that there are quicker solutions, whether it's a guaranteed income, uh, the benefits associated with the child tax benefit. There are, are, there are tools available now. And, and Alex, yeah. I'm just going to say that it's just the courage and political will to be able to uh, bring them in so that we can have a healthy, vibrant economy where everybody can uh, um, afford to live in the communities of their choosing. No question about it. The need is great, and you guys are working around the clock, I know, and certainly this is a very big, big weekend, so I know that donations are always welcome. Neil, very much appreciate your time on this. We'll continue talking and making sure it stays in in the, um, in the spotlight. Thanks, Alex. Happy Thanksgiving. You as well. That is Neil Hetherington with the Daily Bread Food Bank, and it's not just the Daily Bread Food Bank. We've spoken with others. They're all experiencing the same um, demand. And so if you've got a chance, a few bucks, there are campaigns, you can buy a turkey, donate it and or give money. Uh, look, it, the need's not going away anytime soon. So there's a lot of pressure.